Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nerdy AF. My name is Kayla, and I'm here joined with my co-host. Bitch. And we're here to talk to you about one of our experiences that we recently had. If anyone was following us on our page or on the Uncanny X-Men page, you will know that we went back to my motherland of Minnesota, and we got to have a fantastic time attending the experience. Granted, we were only able to do one day, but from what we heard, the second day was just as good. There was a lot of great events, and we'll kind of start just talking about our experience, who we met, what our favorite parts of the experience were, and about the convention in general, like how we got to get to know Dylan and and his experience setting up the con or event, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, it was called um, the Uncanny Experience. Um, It was at the Minneapolis Club in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, And the idea was that it was a directly like X-Men related con. Anytime you go to a con, you know, you'll see, you know, Star Wars stuff over here, Marvel stuff over there. But to find something that was just X-Men is is very, very rare. Uh, So for me being a a lifelong X-Men fan, this was like 100% something that I wanted to do. I, I told Kayla, I said, this is something we have to do. We have to go check this thing out. Um, we did. And um, the, I, what I want to know is, as I just said, I'm a lifelong X-Men fan. Kayla, not so much. So I end up like interested in like her experience and like the way she felt taking everything in and and sort of the impression she got from it. Yes. And I want to clarify, too, it's not because I don't like X-Men. It's I'm new <laughs> right. to the realm, right? Right. Um, but... I, I have watched the movies. I know a little bit about the comics and mostly through Finch. Um, so going into the whole thing was, it was really fun. And I was with my boyfriend, Brian, where he also is probably even less on the totem pole than I am. So he was coming into this experience too, kind of not knowing really what to expect. And I'll start with the first thing that was the mer- most impressive and honestly most enjoyable, which was the venue. It's not often that you get to go to a convention or event where you're going in feeling like it's an immersible experience. You're just in some warehouse gigantic thing or a convention center where it's very standard. Most of them look like that. You might have a photo op place, but that's it. So going into this venue was super fun and relaxing. It had a chill vibe to it, despite having so many people attend the event. and it like the the venue alone was perfect for photos and being able to pose to be in character or take pictures of the characters because that was another really cool thing it was basically like disneyland or disney world where you go and you get to meet the characters and they can stay in character um you know there was a like kind of like a a mystery experience where you had to talk to everybody which we didn't participate in but overall that was really really cool and then sitting down for those events as well not having a whole lot of knowledge, I got to learn so much about the X-Men and then also the cartoon where I've talked to people after the experience who've watched that growing up um, or even as an adult. And they're like, you're going to start watching now. It's awesome, right? It's like the best show ever. And honestly, I got that vibe just from listening to um, the writers and the artists talk about it, how much work that they really had to do on such a small budget and that alone, like I don't care what kind of series it is. That was so admirable to me. And then talking and the fun and the laughter and how many people came to that event. 
dedicated to want to show their love for the, for the, the shows, um, the, the comics, everything like, as you can tell by my can't, uh, like my cadence right now, how excited that was. It was like, it was so cool. <laughs> it was so cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you were saying that like when you go to, um, anytime you go to a con and you're going to like a convention center or some big open space and the uncanny experience had a very, very, very different feel to it. And as somebody who like grew up a kid dreaming about winning the lottery so I could build Xavier school as my house to like walk into this place. And, you know, like I said, it was at the Minneapolis club in Minnesota. And this is a building I I'd have to look up the history built maybe late 1800s, early 1900s, beautiful brick building inside was gorgeous. The wood floors, the wood paneling, everything. And walking around inside, you felt like you were at Xavier's surrounded by a bunch of cosplayers and other X-Men fans. And um, it's a feel unlike anything I've ever had. And I don't know if you noticed this being there, that this like occurred to me afterwards. But of course, anytime you go to a con, whether it's WonderCon, C2E2, Dragon Con, whatever, there are advertisements everywhere, right? And I'm not arguing with, with the capitalism of it. Like that's how these things make their money. But the Uncanny Experience did not have that. Like it literally just had this like warm like feeling to it. Like obviously there was the vendor area where there's ads up for stuff that makes sense. They're selling stuff. Um, but it was free of all the like the neon flashing in your face, constant come here, look here, go over here, come do this. Um, and I, I think that really spoke volumes to a, a level level of authenticity to it, where it, it felt a lot more like home. Um, the, the fun thing is, and, and the, uh, that's great that you talked about the animated series at the beginning of that is I was, I was obviously a fan of the animated series as a kid that show premiered in 92 when I was 12 years old. Um, and I grew up watching it. Absolutely loved it. Um, there's a story when, when I, I, I think it was season four and they had the episode. And then at the very end of the episode, they had this promo that they were going to be doing the dark Phoenix saga. And I remember watching that episode by then, you know, I was a few years older. I wasn't 12 years old anymore. Um, <laughs> I was laying on my couch with my girlfriend and we were making out and the TV started playing that promo. And I literally sat up and pushed her off me and said, no way, no way. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. And she was just like, yeah, no way. Um, so her and I aren't together anymore. Um, <laughs> instead, I'm married to my wife, Jamie. Um, beginning to listen to Larry Houston, who is the art designer on the show, um, Eric and Julie Leewald, who were the creators of the show, just like you were saying, go in depth in terms of how they created the show, the little behind the scenes things in terms of like how they had to keep it on the air for the low budget and all these little script things they had to do. Um, later on in the in the con, uh, my wife, Jamie, and I got a chance to go over and talk to them. And we stood there and talked to them, I want to say, for like 45 minutes and just bs about anything and everything they died laughing at the story i just told about my ex-girlfriend um they and obviously i i will talk to my x-men cred like our youngest son is named logan so clearly there's like some fandom going on here um but initial impressions taking away that's that's definitely what i got from it agreed yeah and and listening to them talk too it it was so fun to hear because, you know, when it came to their situation, which, you know, for the people watching, they might be very well versed and they may not. But their show basically was set up to fail, you know, with it being released on Halloween night where most of the kids are gone. Um, they're, they're budgeting restraints and everything like that, trying to really get it up and 
running um, and fighting to get the show actually taken on, it, they were like, they shouldn't have succeeded. And then they did, like against literally every single odd. And I think it really goes to show that they're extremely thankful for that. And they, they show a lot of compassion to what had really helped to kind of get their names out there. And Larry, he's a funny dude. Like, I, I never knew this guy up until listening to him. And he was so funny. I just wanted to be his friend. <laughs> like, I, I like Larry. I wish Larry knew who I was. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, the fun thing about uh, Larry and Eric and Julia is that, you know, when this show was on in the 90s, the Internet didn't exist. And, you know, and we found out that, like, Fox never, like, handed over the fan mail that they got. So that's ridiculous, which is ridiculous. And so right now, you know, especially with the internet, especially this thing has gone into hyperdrive. Cause I think it was like a year ago that Disney plus put the entire X-Men up the animated series up. Um, now they're getting like a renaissance of attention over it. All these people who are kids who are now adults who are like, no, you don't understand. We loved your show. It was amazing. It was life-changing. Um, and, and getting to see them experience a lot of that in real time. It, it was really, really cool. Yeah, that I'm really excited to have the opportunity to watch that now. And I can guarantee that I will be after everything. Um, and, you know, the one thing that was super nice, too, is like, you know, with going to cons, Finch and I have experienced it where we just kind of go, go, go. And then there's been times where we would like come back to our Airbnb to find that relaxation, that quiet and peace they had spots for that at the con, like at the very main floor tucked on the side, there was this humongous room with a bunch of couches, pillows, like for anyone who's been to a very busy con, sometimes you are shoulder to shoulder with people. And then there's also times where there is literally nowhere to sit comfortably. You will be on the floor. So that was something that was so nice for me because at the end, like I went to go get dinner with my parents later I wanted to decompress in between that. And so I literally just laid on this cozy couch. It was nice and quiet. And Jamie um, Finch's wife brought up a good point too. Another decompression area was the game room they had. You know, there's a lot of people who go to conventions or events where they're on the spectrum and socialization or loud noises, you know, for a long duration really can be irritating uncomfortable scary all the feelings and just like really exhaust you but being able to take some of that exhaustion also just the mental craziness that can happen with cons or events to put it into gaming to play something where you can dedicate that and kind of invest yourself versus having all those outside distractions in general the 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 event was fairly quiet and comfortable like it was a very comfortable experience which i don't think i can ever describe any other experience like yeah you're right sort of having those decompression zones were great and again with this being such an old building you know the walls naturally absorb sound in the floor rather than it being just one big open area with thousands of sweaty nerds just like <laughs> having a ball uh, but yeah yeah <laughs> going <laughs> like, feral right but having those rooms with like the big you know, overstuffed leather couches and chairs to just go in and sit and relax for a little bit. Cause you know, it's all contained in a relatively small area. And yet surprisingly it was, it never felt loud in there. It never felt like, you know, um, it was definitely busy. I didn't think it was overcrowded by any stretch. Like you could definitely get to where you needed to go. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was a great thing as well. I mean, yeah, exactly. It, it really was nice. And 
you know, we talked a little bit about the con now and for the VIPs, the people who paid a little extra for their tickets and for the experience, the, the Hellfire um, Club. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that because you were the one who went versus me um, and, and describe to the the viewers and listeners what that was really like and what you thought. Yeah, the uh, the VIP was was great. Um, the added thing to the, the one of the things you got out of the VIP the <laughs> the meta boo doo doo doo. That was a lot and nothing yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I know <laughs> achievement. Um, yeah, one of the nice things about the VIP is that you got to um, the doors open for you a half hour early in the morning, um, which didn't pertain to us because we all, we all arrived together. Um, when it came to the lines for different autographs or photo ops, you had a separate line. Like uh, Jamie and I, we went in to get pictures with and autographs from um, a couple of the voice actors from the animated series. Me, specifically Cal Dodd, who did the voice of Wolverine, um, who gave me this other side, gave me this Cal Dodd pin on my jacket. By the way, I do want to show off that I am wearing my uncanny experience X-Men Letterman jacket that does say Finch here. Several people stopped me thinking it said something else. It does say Finch. Um, which I guess if you see it really, yeah, like if it's see if oh, I yeah. do that, it looks like it says something else, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, and then uh, Jamie um, went and got a picture with an autograph from Allison Cord, who was the voice actor for Jubilee, and of course she was there cosplaying as Jubilee. Um, but having those VIP tickets, we literally got like there was a long line waiting to get in to see them, and we literally got to go to right to the front of a completely separate line and just boop right in. Um, however. The Hellfire Club and the after party Saturday night. Uh, for those of us who were VIPs and RSVP to the Hellfire Club, we got led into a special room um, that was candle lit and very white glove, you know, waiters handing out glasses of champagne. Um, and then we were treated to a very burlesque, non nude um, cosplay show. Uh, by Alicia Wilder, who is the, if you, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you should. She's the co-host of the Ex-Wife podcast. Um, and that all in of itself was a lot of fun. You kind of felt like you were in the secret little club kind of thing. <laughs> and then got to go to the after party afterwards, which was in another room where there was karaoke going on. They had a cosplayer there as Dazzler from the X-Men. And you could either do a karaoke or go do a karaoke with her. Um, there was a bar there, a lot of lights and shows. Seeing one of the voice actors like Lorraine Zahn, who did the voice of Rogue on the show like just out there in the dance floor, just like whipping it with fans was just like freaking cool. Right. Um, That was a lot of fun. So VIP wise, that's, that's what I took away from it. I definitely know that I'll be VIPing next time uh, because that was definitely added to the uncanny experience. Uh, Yeah. That's what, that was the question I was going to follow up with was, did you think it was worth it? Which it sounds like you definitely did. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It, I'm, and I'm glad you had a really good time with it, too, because it sounded like I got to see some of the photos. It, it looked like a really good time. And it, it's, again, a really cool addition to the event that makes it stand like it's its own realm, the the experience that we had. And we had for those who may have caught it or may not have caught it. We did talk with Dylan, one of the creators of the event. And it was really interesting, too, because. You know, it's not often that you get to meet and then talk with the creator of an event like that. Um, so to kind of hear the process was really interesting. And I know that there was a lot of uh, like nervousness, worries about like would how people would receive it if it was in line with what they were looking for, which I think they had so many really cool little niche things to make it such a, a 
great experience that for people who might barely like me barely know X-Men that it made me want to go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Dylan um, and uh, Chandler. Um, and I know like there's plenty of more people who like spearheaded this whole thing. This was an absolute passion project for them. And while I've never planned a con, um, I've been involved in planning big events and knowing the amount of stress that goes into that that just builds over time, over time, over time, over time, leading up to the event. And you're full of so much worry. And I believe it was Monday um, or Tuesday after. And um, Dylan, Warpath Dylan, if you don't follow him on Instagram, you're shortchanging yourself, um, posted on Instagram where he was just thanking everybody. And he I, he like bro- broke down into tears several times recording this video just tears of absolute joy for how well it had gone for how well it was received for how happy everybody was um and this was one of those things i don't know about you like being a lifelong x-men fan i had huge like really high hopes and let me tell you when i have high hopes for something that means you're set up to hit the dirt right because nothing is going to be able to live up to those expectations my expectations were there and the event was like here like it just like blew through anything I anticipated that it could have been. It was absolutely amazing. And, you know, like Kayla said, like hats off to them for, you know, pulling the whole thing off and doing it so spectacularly. Yeah. For the first time, like that's actually insane. And with the things that they came up with, like there was even um, like tarot card readings and like, who, who thinks of that? It's just, it was so fun. And I'm really glad we got the time to go and, Everyone we met was super, super nice, which honestly, that's, I think, just part of the groups that we are a part of, you know, that everyone's really, really high quality people. But overall, I think I would rank this experience a 12 out of 10. And that's, again, with not having much knowledge of (laughs) (laughs) X-Men. Yeah, and I will I will rate it a uh, 15 out of X. See what I, I love did it. there. I love it. <laughs> it was absolutely great. And and uh, you know, it also had the added, added effect, just like any other con we go to. There were cosplayers there that we knew that were friends that we got to see again. There were other cosplayers that, that like I knew but had never gotten to meet that I got to meet, like Jordan Girl with a great smile. Um, obviously Michelle Waffle was there, JT was there, um, and so many cool people and some really genius cosplays as well there were several cosplays there i'd never heard of before and i came away following so many more people and came away with more followers like it ended up this big like x-men like networking community where we're all standing around all the time like exchanging instagrams with each other and that that was really cool too yeah it was and uh the structures of everything when it came to the events you know it it was nice because it wasn't too overwhelming and that was one thing we had talked about as well where we could usually have one of two options. You could either do something at 10 or another thing at 10 versus if anyone's been to a big con or sometimes even just a general con, like if you're looking on the website <laughs> and you're like, I have an event that I heard like the cosplay contest is at five. Let's scroll down to see where it is. And you're scrolling and you're scrolling. And then after five minutes, you finally got to the letter B type events. And you're like, Oh my God, I have to go all the way to C- like C. And that took that long. Um, but not having that as many options was nice because you could either just skip it all entirely, which I don't, we never really did. And then, or just have, you know, one, one to choose from. And it was easy to get to, you weren't getting lost like you are at Dragon Con. Uh, and I think that was 
I like the simplicity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And as you said before, especially for doing it for the first time, like I couldn't believe how seamless and smooth everything felt and comfortable and chill. And yeah, while everybody was having a good time, like I said earlier, didn't feel overcrowded. Um, and being able to, again, have those like quiet spaces to just sort of like sit for a little bit. Um, but it felt like every corner you went around, something was going on. Like up in the ballroom, Jean Grey was up there and Rogue were up there hanging out. They had a room that was Wolverine's bedroom where you could recreate the famous meme of Wolverine laying on his bed looking at the picture of Scott and Jean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at one point in time, Wolverine's out on the front lawn leading a bunch of students in physical education, you know. Um, so it definitely like really immersed into that like feeling of like this is Xavier's school and you're kind of walking through checking stuff out. And you can kind of like make up your mind whether like how immersed you want to get into it or if you just enjoyed like standing back and kind of taking it all in oh yeah definitely so it's it's nice because there were options and a lot of i'm trying to think of how i want to describe it you had a lot of things you could choose from but if you want to just sit back and enjoy wander about as you would want to it's it's going to be okay and comfortable um so yeah definitely this event was one for the books even though we did it briefly quick in a weekend, but uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully doing it again in the future. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. We do know there is for sure going to be a next one. I, I've i talked to a few people. There's nothing that is confirmed or anything I can specifically say other than there will be a second one. Um, they are thinking that the second one will be at the same location again. Um, and then after that, they may look at annually moving it around the United States and doing it in different Ooh. areas, um, which I'm excited for, but also kind of feel like the Minneapolis club is so perfect, you know, that it's like that, that, that yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that can be replicated elsewhere. So that that is true. You know, I have, again, I think every podcast we've had so far for like the last few, I always reference back to the book series that I've, I'm reading. But, you know, there are events that are happening from that now, which are, again, they're they're put on by a couple of different companies, but very few, where they pick a different location each year to have, it's called the Starfall Ball. Um, and the, it's like the locations are get cooler and cooler. And I'm sure the big thing that might be valuable, yes, the Minneapolis Club, like it is perfect, but I'm sure with the attention this is getting, Either it's going to have to be a week-long event versus a weekend, weekend, or it's going to have to expand size-wise. Because I, for its first time, it brought in a lot of people. And unless they cap their tickets, that's the other option, I guess. But I'm, I'm definitely assuming that there's going to be a lot more people coming in the following years. And they'll probably need to expand those locations. Yeah, definitely. So, and I'm sure as cool as the Minneapolis club, I'm sure there are many cities that have buildings similar and potentially even bigger. Um, now, now y'all just need to come to Chicago sometime because that would be yes. really rad, but <laughs> agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. All right. Well, is that, um, is that our wrap on our review of the uncanny experience? I think so. For those who didn't get to go, please check out Finch's page has all of the pictures Type it in on Instagram, look up the hashtags, you know, get your your full full fill. But we also have the the recap of everything that we've discussed today. We have a lot of footage going along with it. So if you're listening to this via podcast channel of some sort, 
take some time when you have, when you're not driving and you have free time to watch the, the video montage that we put together so you can really see exactly what we're talking about in case this is an event you'd like to go to in the following years. Mm-hmm. And that will be up on YouTube. Um, cannot recommend it enough. We both give two thumbs up and multiple, multiple stars. Um, once again, I'm going to thank everybody who was involved in planning that thing, the people who were there. It, uh, it, it was called the Uncanny Experience, and it could not have been more apt of a title because absolute home run. So thank you, everybody, for joining in this quick recap session. It really was a, a wonderful time. Can't wait for the future events. And again, please follow the creators of the event or at least check them out to see if this is something that you would like to learn a little bit more about. Yep. And if you come to the next one, we'll see you there. Bye, everyone. Bye.